much for joining me today. We're going to continue to talk about doing that work for Jesus. It's not his plan that one of his children should perish, and he needs us. So today, today we're going to talk about fasting and prayer, getting ourselves ready for his work. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. Thank you so much for teaching us, for teaching us your way and preparing us for that day that we stand before you. We just want to be a faithful servant to you. We love you and praise you. You're so good to us. We give you all the glory in your name. Amen. He is so good. He is so in love with us. And he just wants us to know that on that day, when we stand before him, that we have to be right with him. We don't want to be saying, Lord, Lord, but we did this in your name and that in your name. And he say, I didn't know you. You ignored what I said. And so we don't want to ignore his command to go and to do his work. So many people think they're right with him. They're waiting for him. They're good. And really, we're not. There's so many things that we ignore that he said to do because we just think someone else should do them or Jesus is going to understand or he wasn't talking to us. And it says in John 14, 12, that if you believe you're going to do the work he was doing. And so the work that he's doing is going around doing good. He's going around doing good, healing all who were oppressed and harassed by the enemy. That's what he was doing. He was laying hands on the sick and casting out demons. And so the disciples, I just want to bring this up. Well, actually, a couple of things. John's disciples approached Jesus. And how, how come the Pharisees fast and you don't and you, you guys don't fast? And he was saying that they don't need to fast now because Jesus is with them. And so when Jesus is gone, he said, then when I'm gone, then they need to fast. And I'm thinking, you know, I fast and it's almost like you mourn to be with him. That's how Jesus could have said, said it. I think he said, well, he said it perfectly. I'm not saying that. But what he meant, in my opinion, is you're going to mourn for me. You're going to want to fast when you get the hang of it, when you have that understanding. Because the Pharisees were doing a religious fast, right? But we're mourning for Jesus. And so we're going to go without stuff to be close to him. That's what I meant. So anyway, um, he was telling me that he is going to do a new thing. He's going to pour out new wine because then they were talking about the wine skins. And, you know, we don't get born again and then just keep doing um, what we were doing before. We got to put the new wine in. We got to put the spirit in. And he's saying that he's calling us now and this time to cleanse ourselves for that new wine, for that new thing that he's going to be doing. And then um, I'm sure you remember in Matthew 17, the, the, the disciples were saying, why couldn't we cast that demon out? Because um, the father brought his son to Jesus and said, your disciples couldn't do anything. And Jesus said, bring him to me. And he said, oh, you have little faith. How long should I put up with you? And then the disciples later asked why they couldn't do it. And he said, because of your littleness of faith. And then he said, this kind goes up by fasting and prayer. And so does that make sense, right? They're, they're hanging around Jesus and they're saying they don't have to fast right now because Jesus is with them. But then he's saying this kind goes out by fasting and prayer. So what did he mean? 
Well, I've learned that what he meant is we got to have it out with the enemy, right? This kind is the enemy. He was casting out a demon. And in Matthew 4, Jesus was led by the Spirit in the wilderness to be tempted and tested by the enemy. And that's what happened. He tested him. He tempted him. And each time Jesus said no. And so then when Jesus went out and about where those demons were residing, they ran from him, right? Can you just let us go in the pegs? And is it your time? And so they knew Jesus because he was, uh, the enemy was already, already attended with in the wilderness. And so, yeah, you know, if, if you know that your boss was already beat up in the wilderness, then you're going to be afraid too. And so all of Satan's little demons knew that Jesus knew who he was and he took authority over them. And so that's what I was saying to the disciples. You got to have it out. You got to have it out with the enemy. You have to be tested and tried by the enemy. And that's what Jesus is saying to us today. I've gone through so many things that God was telling me to put aside. And it seemed like it was overboard. But what he was saying is really answering my prayer because I wanted to know this. I wanted to know how this worked. And what you have to do is be able to put everything down. Let the enemy test you in everything. Is there something that you have to have? Then it's your God. All the ways that he tested Jesus, you can read it in Matthew 4. He's going to do the same thing to us. And the spirit is going to lead you in the wilderness to be tempted and tested by the enemy so that you can take that authority Jesus gave you and walk all over him so that when he sees you coming, he's going to run. So that's the word I have today. God is calling us in this last day to do his work. And we got to get cleaned up to do that. We got to go ahead and and go in the wilderness and just let the enemy try to get to us. And we're going to say no. And we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us to help us. We can resist. When God says no, and, you know, I'm not saying you're going to be in the wilderness for 40 days. It took me longer than 40 days. But when he says no, that's his power. He's empowering you to say no to the enemy. And the enemy doesn't like that when you say no to him, because when you don't say no to him, he is your God. Just like in the beginning, he said, did God really say? And um, he, he won. They gave in to him. They lied. They believed him. And that's what's happening now. We're believing the enemy over God. And we can't do that. We have to take his word and take it literally and do what his word tells us to do. We have to be led by the spirit. And when he tells us to say no, take that power that he's giving us to say no. Say no, devil, you're not my God. I'm your God. Because otherwise, when you go to cast out a demon, he's going to say, why should I go? I'm your God. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. That's why when you lay hands on the sick and cast out demons, nothing happens because we're letting the enemy control us. He is our God. When we do what he tells us to do, rather than what God tells us to do, he's our God. And you have to know that. And so God is asking us to pull in the reins and and tighten our belt and resist the enemy and then go and to do his work. He's calling us to grow up and to do his work. If you never asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life, you got to do that first. 
And he said in Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart. If you invite him in, then he'll come in. But you have to heed his voice. See, and that's the exact same thing, exact same thing I'm talking about. The enemy is going to try to get you to not heed his voice. He wants to control you and you're not going to let him. And so if you've never said that prayer, I'd like to say that prayer with you. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And so when you let him in, he's going to come in and dine with you. He's going to teach you. He's going to grow you up. You're in a relationship with him when you ask him to come live on the inside of you. And then in that relationship, you're going to be concerned about what he's concerned about. You're going to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And that is becoming emotionally involved with him. He's so good. He's so in love with you. Say that prayer with me. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to live on the inside of us, that you want to fill us with your spirit to overflowing. And you're even asking us to walk that walk that you walk. You're asking us to lay down our stuff, just like the rich man, you asked him to do that and to walk that walk, to be your disciple, to have your power flowing through us in this time to save those who need saving, to go after those lost sheep for you because you care so much. You care so much for them. So we love you and praise you and give you all the glory in your name. So if you said that prayer, I'm so excited for you. And Jesus is asking you to go for him. He really is. And so you want to get going. He is his word. Get in the word of God and um, get to know Jesus through the word. And he's going to start talking to you. My sheep know my voice. You pay him attention. He's going to pay you attention. You're going to have all his attention. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.